Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Welcome to another episode of Before My Time. I am your host, Gelsey Laurie, and this week, our co-host and producer, Matt Kelly, is surprising us with a little show-and-tell episode. I can't wait. Let's see what he's got in store for us. years ago one of my favorite movies was released and it's a movie that i'm pretty sure you've told me you haven't seen which right. is john waters hairspray not i haven't hairspray no right. i have not seen the original so you've seen the musical though correct yes all right so similar plot line way less song well i won't say way less songs actually so the musical has these newly written broadway musical songs um, but they follow a similar plot line about a girl who, uh, in her little town of Baltimore, there is a novelty dance show, uh, a la an American bandstand type thing, inspired by Baltimore's Buddy Dean show. And she uh, goes on there and there's all these cool dances. John Waters brought pulled out all of these wild, like almost forgotten novelty dance songs for the movie soundtrack. Um, and it follows more of that. Uh, whereas, you know, the Broadway show, it's replaced with mostly original songs. So mm -hmm. what I <laughs> thought would be fun is I sat down and I researched a bunch 
of novelty dance fads from the 50s and 60s. Oh my God, this is so fun. Okay. And there's a video component. I downloaded videos of people doing the dances so that we can look at it and discuss the facts, but like also see the dances to get all. Okay. But what I was going to say is I do, when you say the title, I don't want you to just show me the dance. Well, I I want to see if I know what the dance is. Okay. So you want me to hit play and then see if you can figure it out before I say anything? That's what I'm debating. If I want you to tell me the name of it and I have to show you the move and you tell me if I'm right, or if I want you to see the video and I'll tell you the name. I don't know. Let me, all right, so let me load this first one in here. We'll do it this way. We've got the very first one here. Do you want to hear the song or do you want me to tell you what the dance is and see if you know it? Uh, let's hear the song first. Let's Maybe we'll do like every other. Okay, here we go. It's Madison time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is the Madison uh, it was created and first danced in Columbus, Ohio in 1957. However, the local popularity of the dance and the record blew up in Baltimore when it started appearing on the Buddy Dean show in 1960. That led to various other dance shows picking up the song and running with it. It's a line dance with a regular back and forth pattern that's interrupted by various called steps. So, Do you know some of the called steps that they throw out, Kelsey? I don't actually. This is a lot like strolling too. Strolling is something we do. So, so there's the double cross. There's the Cleveland box. There's the Wilt Chamberlain. There's the Big M, Tea Time, the Jackie Gleason, the Birdland, and the Rifleman. Uh, the oh Jack- my God, I'm obsessed with this dance. <laughs> the Jackie Gleason is based on a tap movement known as the Shuffle Off to Buffalo. Uh, oh, I'm additional the queen of the Shuffle Off to Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, additional called really sequences are the two up, two back, big boss, cross in front, make a T, the box, the cuddle me, and the flying high. Uh, Got that, the, everybody? Yeah. We're doing song. a show in five minutes. <laughs> the song was mentioned in Time Magazine dating as far back as April 1960, and the actual song and dance has appeared in Hairspray, the Hulu series 112263, the Netflix show Maniac, and is even referenced by Brad in the Rocky Horror Picture Show when he says, Anybody Say, know how to do, do the Madison? Uh, yeah, I know this song. That's why I knew that it says it's Madison time. Like, that's funny. Yeah. I didn't even put that together with Rocky Horror. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> could you imagine? I love like watching this video and just imagining it's so good. the people, the tra- Transylvanians in Rocky Horror doing this Madison. They would, though. Janet. Um, I want to at least see if we can get to the Jackie Gleason, which is uh, he goes. And now the Jackie Gleason, and away we go. <laughs> but there's the two Wilt points. Chamberlain. Wait, he just said two points and they threw a basketball. I'm dead. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, I've watched all of these videos a couple times to get them down. But yeah, so this is the Madison. I got to tell you, I would have fun doing the Madison, I think. I know. it's. It looks like such a little pleasant dance. But it does seem like it's one where it's like you really have to know all of these. Like it's oh I, yeah, this this feels more than anything like a precursor to like the cha cha slide or the cupid shuffle, where they're like kind of yelling different things for you to do while do you're this, doing do the that, dance. Yeah, um, I hate those dances so much. We do them at Disney in the show I'm in, and I have to like lead them, and I'm like, Ugh, keep a shuffle ask again. Can, ask if you can do the Madison sometimes. <laughs> can we have the Madison? And then <laughs> but, everyone right. clears so the dance floor. So that's the Madison. That's our our start. Um, 
So one that I could not find any dances for, but I want it to reference because it does appear in uh, the original Hairspray. And apologies, because there's going to be a bit of a freeze probably on your end, Gelsey, uh, is The Roach, um, which The Roach, the song is telling you to do a dance step in which you kill that roach. Um, I searched high and low. I could not, for the life of me, find any video of anyone doing. I want to know what that is. So I found, I found performances of it. Like I found the people who wrote it performing it, but it feels like it's kind of like how the Monster Mash explains everything about what the dance is without telling you how to do the dance. Um, yeah. I think it's in that same vein. Uh, okay. But this is the last one that I pulled directly from the original Hairspray um, because we had to talk about it. And it's actually one of my favorite songs. Uh, so, Gelsey, do you know how to mash potato? Oh, yeah. It's you, it's not easy. Your <laughs> yeah, your legs like have to bend inward while your hands do... Oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm going wide shot for this. It's, it's, it's like one of these, right? <laughs> Isn't that the mashed potato? That is the mashed potato. Good yeah, work. Yeah, so... Yeah, look at him up there. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. No, my legs were wrong. I did it wrong. Well, we couldn't it's see your legs, like a... though. It looked... Okay. I mean, <laughs> I did it right. I did it exactly like that. You nailed it. It was perfect. <clears throat> so the mashed potato is performed by Dee Dee Sharp. Um, it's one of many songs that make a reference to the dance. The song itself actually refer references a couple songs, including Please, Mr. Postman, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, and Dear Lady Twist. Didi actually recorded a sequel to the song called Gravy for My Mashed Potato. Uh, <laughs> the, song, the song is also referenced in the Monster Mash, which kind of makes sense because people concluded that the Monster Mash, if you were to perform the Monster Mash, your legs do the mashed potato while your hands go out in front like Frankenstein is what people assume the, the Monster Mash actually is. That makes a sense. Um, the song appeared in a 1996 Campbell's Soup commercial uh, and also just last year in an Airbnb commercial. It hit number one on the Billboard R&B charts and number two on the Hot 100 and has been covered by Dick and Dee Dee, the Marvelettes, and Dee Dee Ramone. <laughs> and I also just love this song. This is like I one do. of my favorite I forgot songs. about this song too. Uh, but yeah, so that's the mashed potato, a dance that I wish I could do. I don't have the coordination for the hand, the hand and feet to be doing something so dramatically different from each other. Um, we're going to stick with John Waters for just one second still, though. So this, okay. this dance that I'm about to talk about did not make it into Hairspray, but it did make it into Crybaby. I love Crybaby. You know I do, but... Some time back, the boys and I dreamed of the dance for the young people, and things sort of caught on. So we thought we'd uh, do it for you folks tonight. With a little help from the oh. quintet and the Lee Morrison dancers, it's called the Bunny Hop. Oh, I know the Bunny Hop. <laughs> front, front, go. Hop, hop, hop. My mom taught me the Bunny Hop when I was little. Well, we get to see... This guy really <laughs> knock it out of the park. Uh, so the bunny hop was created by Balboa, sorry, Balboa High School in San Francisco in 1952. Uh, the dance is generally done by Ray uh, Anthony Big Bands, but it has been covered a couple times. The dance itself is a variation on a conga line. 
the dance uh, begins with you holding the hips of the person in front of you. You tap to the floor two times with your left foot, two times with your right foot, hop forward, hop backwards, and then finally hop three times forward. Uh, I love that you said this was created at a at a high school. Yeah. Look at these cute little high school kids. Yeah, compared to like the dances going on at our high schools, I was like, y'all need a condom? Like, <laughs> seriously? Like, oh, well, they're kicking now. So this is really funny to me. The song, the dance itself, has appeared in the movie Crybaby. The pilot episode of Family Ties by Carlton on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air in an episode where they go to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, an episode of New Heart, and in the Adams Family musical. So, I saw the Adams Family musical on Broadway. That was over 10 years ago. So, oh, so look at these two girls in the back. They're like killing it. Oh, the bunnies, they're all, our kicks weren't good enough to be the main dancers, so we're just going to be back here. Now they're really these getting wild. Are... It's not being a line dance. Oh my God, they're like cartwheeling and what are they doing? This is amazing. I want that version. Well, when they started kicking high, I was like, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, now now this is what I'm talking about. Um, I avoided pulling a video for this one, but there's one that I just want to briefly mention because we kind of have to. The twist. You know, you oh. we all know how to do the twist. Song appeared in both The Twist and Let's Twist Again by Chubby Checker. He'll be back on here uh, in just a minute. Uh, Danny and the Juniors had Twist in USA. There was the Peppermint Twist, Twist and Shout, and a ton of other songs all built around teaching you how to do the twist, which do you know how to do the peppermint twist? Wait, is there a difference between the twist and yeah. the peppermint twist? Well, All right, Jose, we got to go wide on this again. Yeah. Okay, wait. Oh, so the peppermint twist, you have the hands kind of more to the side. Twist, and then this is the peppermint twist. Oh, look and at when that. You bring in those. Yeah. That's a peppermint twist. And this is just the twist. Look at that. We're learning things over here before my time. Um, all right. So this one, uh, I'm going to ask you, do you know how to do the pony? Yeah. Come on, Matt. Like this. Hi. Thank you. Right. And now I'm I going mean, to show you how to do is. the pony. <laughs> you start off like this. You turn to the right. When I say ha. So like pony this now. video it, and delight it by because, man, could they have not found the whitest people in the world to do the pony while Chubby Checkers sings? <laughs> but I love here they come. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so the pony was made famous by the song Pony Time by Chubby Checker. Uh, a reference to the new dance style is mentioned in the song Back to the Hop by Danny and the Juniors. And the song is also featured in Hairspray. I guess I forgot about that. Uh, the song is introduced... By a new, the song introduces a new dance style, the pony, in which the dancer tries to look like he or she is riding a horse. The beat is one and two, three and four, etc., and the dance the feet are kept comfortably together while various arm and hand motions are possible. Movement around the dance floor may occur. There is no line of dance. Couples who generally face each other never touch, and turns and chase positions are possible. The pony dance is mentioned in the Wilson Pickett song, Land of a Thousand Dances, the Nick Lowe song, song, I Knew the Bride, and the Go-Go's We Got the Beat. Uh, Cindy Wilson of the B-52s can be seen performing the pony in the video uh, in the video for their 1980 song, Give Me Back My Man, as well as other films of the band performing between 1978 and 1980, including their appearance on Saturday Night Live. The band- And you uh, can also check out an episode on the B-52s that we've done previously. Yes, you can. Uh, but yeah, I love that the the pony seems like 
it has like a very rough structure and then it's just like do whatever you want <laughs> it is, well it's the reason like my arms went up it's very classic like now if you're like and pony and you ask any dancer to pony their arms are gonna go up and down like yeah I, it's just like our go-to that's From how what we i understand it seems like it's more the leg the the feet is what makes the pony and your hands can do oh yeah yeah, yeah. no well want. yeah and yeah. then you can like pony in pony out pony up pony up you pony up pony down to the side like it's i've done it in so many dances like it's now a solid dance move that any classic 90s jazz routine is going to incorporate the pony <laughs> like, uh, i did it growing up my whole life so here's a classic one there's no way you don't know this one. Oh yeah dance now um so i wanted to bring up the locomotion because do you know who wrote the locomotion i don't actually carol king Um, really carol king wrote the song she originally wrote it for dd sharp uh (coughs) who we know from the mashed potato song she turned it down so little evie uh took it and made it into a number one song um, the song is an endearing example of the dance song genre, uh, with most of the lyrics being devoted to the description of how to do this dance. However, this song was written before the locomotion dance existed. So this song predates doing the locomotion, mm. um, which is kind of cool. Because a lot of the time, you know, with a lot of these, like the twist had already become a dance and then a bunch of people started writing songs about doing the twist. Right where this was well it sounds like the pony was the same thing that he wrote I think the pony was the same then, vibe yeah. yeah um but i also just you know the locomotion has been covered by a lot of random people throughout history yeah there was Grand when Funk i was railroad like, <laughs> there was this like music video of this girl singing it kind of and i think it was like on a train stage i don't know it was i remember it being a video that was like a prequel to whatever the vhs was and I can't think of, I just very distinctively can see it in my head. And I have no idea who this woman was singing it, but that's how I was introduced to it as a child. And uh, who knows who that was. So this one I had never heard of. And then when I found this video, I felt like we had to discuss it. Um, the Martian Hop. Do you like these next dancers? Yeah. Do you like them? Are they a lot like you? Here are some of the most dynamic dancers ever sung about on record. And they're from the planet Mars. Here's the Martian Hop on a reel in a rockin' reunion. This is from the 88? Like, this isn't like that old. So they're playing a song from the 60s, but yes, this was some, like, public access Halloween party that I found. Oh, my God. I did this dance at Disneyland. The Martian <laughs> Hop at Minnie Mouse sang this, I like, 10 years ago. Oh, my God. I was like, why do I know the Martian Hop? Um, I did a Halloween event when I was 17 and I was a little witch and this Minnie Mouse saying this and we did the Martian hop. I so, totally forgot. So the only stuff I could find, there's not a lot about the Martian hop. Um, it was written by the Randells. It was released in 1963. Uh, it reached 16 on the Billboard Hot 100, but it is frequently considered one of the earliest examples of like, you know, like uh, electronic music because they're using like These a synthesizer to like Sorry. mess with their voice. Oh yeah, no, it's great. There's You're like the dance person. move. I was like, there is no dance move being done here. They're just I was gonna like, say, I think there's they one all look person like on who think... knows what she's doing, and the rest are just like walking all around with little little Martian things on their head and having a good old time. Um, oh, there's a conga line starting. It's <laughs> what is that? I was so happy when I found that video. Um, <laughs> 
So I, I actually look like I have... belong there. That's a problem. I think we have is this. Yep, this next one is also a very weird, like '60s or like '80s artifact that I found. But Gelsey, do you know how to do the Watusi? Oh, this is always is is this the Watusi? I'm I believe so. So let's check and confirm. This is a we random just had this conversation like three months ago. I'm not going to lie. Like we this were is... all going through dances. This is a random public like access KCTU high school team doing the Watusi. The award winning gold disc winning song, Wawa Tusi. Oh my God, they're like show choir kids. <laughs> they are show choir. I guess that's the Watusi. So the song, the Wawa Tusi, peaked at number two on the Hot 100 by the Orions, uh, a vocal group from Philadelphia. The classic Watusi, the dancer is almost stationary with their knees slightly bent, although they may move forward and back by one or two rhythmic paces. The arms with palms flat in line are held almost straight and alternatively flail up and down in the vertical. The head is kept in line with the upper torso and may bob slightly while the arms flail. The dance, which became popular in American surf and beach subculture in the 60s, may be enhanced if one imagines that their feet are stuck in sand. Um, this was the only version I could find of people actually doing the Watusi, doing what is supposed to be the Watusi. I cannot promise that they're doing it correctly. No, <laughs> I'm I'm actually... Wait, there the oh, there was for a second. Hold on a second, you look down. Oh. I think they're doing what you're imagining is the classic Watsuki now. Because <laughs> earlier they were doing Yeah, because the way you just described the way that you like described it, I was like, I think I was more right. Like, this is obviously like a whole thing they're doing. Yeah. I want to know so much about what this production was. Because <laughs> like, they're clearly in like a studio. But all right. Uh, I've only got two more videos for you, but I wanted to take a quick pause. Didn't pull up a video for this. We all know how to do the chicken dance. I was more shocked to find out that the chicken dance originated in the 60s. I You know I who would... loves the chicken dance? You know who loves the chicken dance? Anybody the at Disney? Oh, the Germans. No, the Germans. <laughs> well, because it it's part of Oktoberfest frequently. It's I yeah. went to Bottle Mart, not Oktoberfest, which is an older beer festival in the city of um, Ingolstadt, which is the university that Victor Frankenstein goes to in the novel Frankenstein, which we talked about episode one. But anyways, I was there getting shit-faced, and I did the chicken dance so much. I was like, wow, they really love this here. Like, Yeah, yeah. which its original translation <clears throat> I found was the duck dance. Like in its original Ooh. German, it translates the duck dance. Then it became the chicken dance when it started to become with Americans. Yeah, it became a popular American Oktoberfest celebration dance. Um, all right, so we've got two more videos. All right, Gelsey, do you know what the dance is that goes with this song? Of our heads again, if you will look up there. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, here are the larks with the jerk. <laughs> So this is the jerk. Uh, they haven't started oh. doing the dance just yet, but this is the jerk. Sorry, yeah, it I is. was making this the Watusi. I know the jerk. Yeah, and then you could. Well, that's the monkey, but the jerk, you go here. Yeah. Yeah, the jerk is like a more exaggerated monkey. Uh, it says yeah, the yeah, jerk yeah. is similar to the monkey. The moves, the arm moves, and the hands move as if conducting. The wrists cross in front of the chest and then sweep out in time, or at halftime with the music. 
The hands are up at the face level. On the count of one, the upward sweep, the hands quickly push out, give jerky motions. Uh, for a little more style, the fingers may be snapped on the two outward movements, the first and the third counts of the hand motion. It was released by the Larks in 1964, the same year that the Miracles did Come and Do the Jerk and the Contours did Can You Jerk Like Me. In 1966, the Capitals did The Cool Jerk. <laughs> That's always a cool jerk. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I just realized I was doing more of a jerk when I was like, oh, this is the Watusi. And I, I a thousand percent know this is the jerk. So, yeah. my bad. Dumbass, I like the jerk. Kelsey. The jerk is my skill. I do level. too. That's, I actually <laughs> use that a lot. Like, I will jerk a lot on the dance floor. Yeah. And it's, then people go, you can't come out dancing with us. We don't I do think, that anymore. And I, say, yes, I think the do. infamous Elaine dance moves from Seinfeld are at least a variation of the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> with, with more little kicks. But um, one last one that I wrote down that I'm not going to show a video for, but also in the 60s was when the limbo first started to break in oh. the States. Uh, so, you know, we Jack know every... Be nimble, Jack, be quick. Be quick. Jack, Jack, go, go under, under limbo, limbo stick. stick. Uh, which the the wiki page for the limbo is wild because it's got like what the world records are for the limbo. Um, oh, I this, bet. This last one, I couldn't find any information about. But it's such a fun dance that I just wanted to watch a little bit of the video to wrap up this weird little show and tell game. The Swim by Bobby Freeman. Come on, the Swim? Yeah. Well, come on in. Bobby's going to show you how to do the swim. Bobby is slaying He's this. He's killing it right too. <laughs> Wait, is that how I'm supposed to swim? Yeah. I'm swimming like that for the rest of my life. Those hips. I've been lacking the hip motion. Yeah, I mean, he's he's crushing it right now. The the poor dancers in the background have no chance with Bobby up in the front. Like, well, that's they were like, you don't move, you do not smile. <laughs> kind of cool, actually. I'm kind of digging the contrast. I like their direction. Oh yeah, I'm liking the direction here. <laughs> And yes, the swim is definitely a dance that every person three years or above has done at any family function. Okay, get this. You know how I do the swim? I'm about to get crazy. I normally swim in a pony. It's like okay. my go-to dance move. I pony and then I swim and I move it. I travel my pony forward and then I'll pony back and do a backstroke. That it's is like a classic go-to for me. Not to throw back to the same episode we already promoted once before. That is how you have to dance to the B-52s, I'm pretty sure. And that's why like, they're my favorite band. I like, say, I, exactly. It's, 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 just it's like... the music that requires you to have that jerky swim into a pony motion. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I just want, I, I always enjoy doing these weird little show and tell ones. I thought, hey, we filmed these no, this videos one was anyway. Great. Let's do a video. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is great. I mean, you're combining like three of my favorite things, oldie timesies, fun videos, and dancing. Yeah. I was going to say music, all the things. Yeah. Well, we'll talk a little bit more after this quick commercial break. Meanwhile, in New Jersey. So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze. My gaze at the males. Hi-oh! Hi 
From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into One Hit Wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Krayshawn's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pass to Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. All right, Gelsey, just real quick. We had a lot of fun with that, but there's obviously a ton of dances that came after that in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Do you have, do you have, I guess... I'm going to say a guilty pleasure dance because I think after the sixties, the dances got way more line dancey and lame, but like, is there a, yeah, I don't like any of the line dances going on the dance floor for see, I can't think of like specifically if there's like a dance, like a song that I can't resist because it is tied to a dance, say like the twist or the Madison, you know what I mean? Like, do you mean like, I can't resist like the wobble? See for me, the example I'm going to give is like, if they, like, if I'm at a 70s. wedding, look, if I'm at a wedding and they play, say, the electric slide, I can stay in my seat and be perfectly content. Same with like the Cupid shuffle. But for some reason, you play Cotton Eye Joe. I, I'm like, I got to get out there and do it. I love is that doing a line the dance? Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, the Cotton Eye Joe is a line dance. Yeah, I never knew it as a line dance. It's so funny, folks, where you're uh, set up to record another episode after this and little does matt know that that's like what we're talking about is cotton eye joe (laughs) so weird that's what i was all do i think it's like forward forward cross here forward forward cross here side 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 spin clap (laughs) i didn't know there was a line dance to that because i was just like i my sister did a dance to it in like the late 90s or early 2000s you know when the song came out or kind of re-came out with jock jams because it came out in the 80s but um uh, and it was they did this like kick line hoedown like heel toe chasse chasse heel toe it was real cute but i just didn't know there was like an actual thing there's like an actual and i don't, I, don't for, do I, I was in school at the exact time where it was like all right kids we're gonna for gym class we're gonna teach you how to do the uh, cotton eye yes. joe together um we are so i, I love that the, song though i use it in spin a lot i fucking I, loved cotton eye joe i doubt that you had this in your school because my school was really weird but we had, for our four years of high school, two of the years for a whole semester of gym was just learning how to square dance. We just took square dancing class. <laughs> uh, uh, two things. I don't think we did that. And I never did gym. Oh, I didn't do gym since fifth grade. I know. Well, I got rid of, I was dancing so much that there were programs. That, I was on the dance team in high school. And so that, yeah. like we were there at 6 a.m. dancing for two hours. We didn't need gym. 
And then yeah. in middle school, there was a program that I got signed off because I was at my ballet school more than 20 hours a week. And so they, I got to go to the library and do homework during that time because I didn't have time to do homework after school. Look at you. So, I'm yeah. <laughs> Miss Smarty Pants over there. Uh, <laughs> I was training. But okay, so fair enough. I, I, I think I think you would have fun doing the Cotton Eye Joe at a wedding. I almost want to be like, you're going to be my date to the next wedding that I go to just so you can learn the Cotton Eye Joe. So. <laughs> I've never been in a wedding where that song plays. Well, I, I will slide a five to the DJ and be like, you need to play Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually, that's my what I was like, I've never been at a wedding. Miles and miles and I need Just this for happen. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right. Well, how about listeners out there let us know then if there's any line dances they particularly love uh, from maybe I didn't come. There was a lot. Like when I looked at the list oh, yeah. on Wiki, there's so many. Just from the 30s into the 60s, there was 40 options. So I was just like, Jesus. let's let's try to narrow it down to ones that had like a song, and I could find a video for. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a the lot Shim of Sham. There's yeah, dude, yeah. there's so many. There's so many. There's a there's honestly. Uh, I mentioned it in the episode and I, I almost was like, I'll just play you the song of the land of a thousand dances, but he names so oh, many of them in that. That's song. one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, cause there's the Watusi and the Batusi. That's right. And the Batusi. So where can they let us know the dances that we forgot that we should? Yes. Please, please, please let us know the dances we forgot on Instagram. You can find us at before my time underscore podcast or on Facebook's just search before my time. We will pop up right on our wall. You can DM us right on a post and let us know what line dances we forgotten. You cannot believe or tell us what line dances get you out of your chair at a wedding. Is it cotton eye Joe? Is it Cupid shuffle? Is it the wobble? Is it Superman that ho? I forgot about that one. Oh, crank All that right, soldier please. boy. Yeah. Crank that soldier. Boy. That's what it is. <laughs> and if you want to crank my soldier boy, please uh, take, two seconds and tap those five stars. That would be a big help to us to get out to more listeners like yourself. Thanks so much for tuning in and can't wait to bring you more fun knowledge of the past. Bye. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi-oh! Hi
From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 